0: The Gold Coast Theatre Alliance promotes, engages and supports the diverse regional live performing arts community on the Gold Coast, Queensland and the Northern Rivers region on the New South Wales North Coast, Australia. So whether you're a local, interstate or international visitor and wanting to find out about the latest happenings and productions on the Gold Coast and Northern New South Wales creative arts scene, then visit www.goldcoasttheatre.com.au or click the link in the body of this podcast. This is a Drama Merchant audio production.
1: The Drama Merchant offers you the Radio Play Hour.
0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Radio Play Hour a program that recreates old-time radio dramas along with new work. I am your host, the Drama Merchant, and this is a recreation of a Christmas film classic, Miracle on 34th Street. In 2021, I produced and performed a live reenactment of Miracle on 34th Street at Bankford House on the Sunshine Coast. Now, I bring you a recorded presentation of Miracle on 34th Street, starring Barry Gibson as Kris Kringle, Naomi Mole as Doris Walker, Robert Quirk as Fred Gailey, and Bella Rose as Susan Walker. So let's return to New York City. The year is 1950. There is something electric about Christmas time here. From Thanksgiving on, the air is charged with excitement. And it's on Thanksgiving's day that Macy's Christmas Parade is forming its joyous annual trek down Fifth Avenue. On the sidewalk, watching the bustle and commotion, stands an old man, Resting easily on his cane, his bright eyes dart over the scene. He strokes his flowing white beard and, and as he sees the parade Santa Claus in front of him, a merry smile turns his face into a mass of happy wrinkles. If you were to see him, you would think instantly of your own chimney, stockings hanging from the mantel, and that very face smiling at you from the flames of your fireplace. Suddenly, his brow darkens, and he strides importantly forward. Hello
1: there. Hello, yourself.
2: I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're making a very serious mistake. Huh? But the reindeer, I mean. You've got Prancer where Blitzen should be, and Dasher should go on my right-hand side.
1: Oh, he should, shouldn't he? Oh, yes. Look, but I'm busy, you see, and I... Uh,
2: uh, are you having trouble with your whip?
1: Uh, it's none of your darn business, but I'm I'm all snarled up in the doggone thing. Here.
2: Here, I'll... I'll help you. Hey! You see? It's all in the wrist. And, um, uh... You've been drinking.
1: Well, it's cold. Man's got to do something to keep warm. You ought
2: to be ashamed of yourself. Don't you realize there are thousands of children lining the streets waiting to see you? Children who've been dreaming of this moment for weeks. You're a disgrace to the tradition of Christmas. And I refuse to have you malign me in this fashion. Who's in charge of this parade? Oh, go away. If you don't tell me who's in charge here, I'll tell the police officer that you're drunk.
1: Alright, Mrs. Walker. There she is, across there. Oh. One in blue.
2: Mrs. Walker?
3: Yes? Oh, you. What do you mean taking your costume off? Now get dressed and get back up on your float. Me? Oh, uh, I'm very sorry. I thought you were our Santa Claus.
2: Your Santa Claus is intoxicated.
3: Oh, no, don't tell me.
2: Shameful. I won't stand for having these children disappointed.
3: Well, I I wonder, could, could you be Santa Claus? <laughs> Have you had any experience?
2: <laughs> well, a little.
3: Would you? Please, you've got to help me out.
2: Madam, I am not in the habit of substituting for spurious Santa Clauses. However, these children mustn't be disappointed. No. No. I'll... I'll do it.
3: Oh, thank heavens. You'll never know how grateful I am. Get on your float, Santa. And thank you. Oh, Miss Shellhammer! Yes? I turn it over to you, Miss Shellhammer.
4: Oh, you've done a magnificent job on it. And your new Santa Claus looks wonderful. Why, I hadn't even noticed him until just now. He's the best we've ever had. Where did you find him? I just...
3: Turned round and there he was.
4: Oh, well, I'm glad you turned around. Um, I mean, I'm glad he was there. I just... I just think if Mr Macy had seen the other one... Just think if Mr Gimble had seen the other one. Oh, don't even say that. Um, uh, what are you going to ride in the parade?
3: The subway. I'm going home and getting in a hot tub. And I might stay right there until next Thanksgiving.
5: Susan, look at the parade.
6: I've seen it before. The music's pretty.
5: Yes, it is.
6: Mother will be home soon, Mr Gailey. I hope so. It would be nice for you to meet her.
5: Yes, yes I'd like that. But not before the parade's over.
6: Oh, the parade.
5: Say, look at that big baseball player.
6: He was a clown last year. They just changed their head and painted him different. My mother told me.
5: Wow, he's really a giant, isn't he?
6: Not really. There are no giants, Mr Gailey.
5: Well, maybe not now, Susie, but in olden days... Not even then. Well, what about the giant that Jack killed? Jack who? Jack, um, Jack and the Beanstalk. I never heard of that. You must have. You've just forgotten about it. It's a fairy tale.
6: Oh, one of those. I don't know any fairy tales.
5: You mean your mother or father never read you any?
6: My mother thinks they're silly. I don't know whether my father thinks they're silly or not. I've never met my father. You see, my father and my mother, they were divorced when I was a baby.
5: Oh, well, um, that baseball player still looks like a giant to me.
6: People sometimes grow very big, but that's abnormal.
5: Your mother tell you that too?
6: Yes.
3: Well, hello. Oh,
5: I'm Fred Gailey, Mrs Walker.
3: Yes, I know. Susan's told me quite a bit about you.
5: Well, thank you.
3: Hello, dear. How was the parade? Much better than last year. Well, thank you. I hope Mr Macy agrees with you. I'm so glad you came in, Mr. Gailey. I wanted to thank you for being so kind to Susan. Cleo told me you took them both to the zoo yesterday.
5: Yes, that's right. But I must confess, that was part of a deep-dyed plot. Oh? I'm fond of Susie, but um, (laughs) I also wanted to know you. I read somewhere that the surest way to meet the mother was to be kind to the child. Well, it worked.
6: (laughs) Hmm, but a horrible trick. The parade's almost over. Mother, here comes Santa Claus. Oh, don't even mention that name. He's better than last year's. At least this one doesn't wear glasses.
5: I see she doesn't believe in Santa Claus either.
6: No, of course she doesn't.
5: Hmm, no Santa Claus, no fairy tales, no fantasies of any kind, is that it?
3: That's right. I think we should be realistic and completely truthful with our children and not let them grow up believing in a lot of myths and legends, like Santa Claus, for example.
5: I see, yes. Well, Mrs. Walker... I'm so glad to have met you at last. I do hope you'll let me drop in again.
6: Mother? Yes, dear? I was thinking, we've got such a big Thanksgiving turkey for dinner, and there are only two of us. Couldn't we invite Mr. Gailey? Couldn't we? Oh, well, dear...
5: Oh, please don't even think about it, I...
6: It's an awful big turkey. Well, it's, it's not
3: that, dear, but I'm... I'm sure Mr. Gailey has other plans.
6: No, he hasn't. He said so. And he told me to ask you.
5: Oh, dear.
6: Didn't I ask all right, Mr. Gailey? Oh. Um, dinner's at uh, three (sighs) o'clock.
5: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Thanksgiving Day is over. Macy's Christmas parade was a smashing success, and the new Santa Claus is something of a sensation. There seemed to be an intangible quality about the old fellow, which communicated itself to the children which lined the route. Miss Shellhammer has persuaded him to come down to the store the next morning and try his hand in the toy department. As we look into the employee's locker room, we find Chris in a magnificent Santa Claus costume, just pulling on his boots.
4: Good morning. Good morning. Morning. My, what a striking costume. Hmm? Hmm? Did, um, did we provide you with that?
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I've had it for years and years.
4: Well, before you go up on the floor, I wanted to give you a few tips on how to be a good Santa Claus.
2: (laughs) Oh, go right ahead.
4: Well, here's a list of toys we have to push. Uh, You know, things that we're overstocked on. Oh. You'll find that we have a great many children who will be undecided as to what they want for Christmas. When that happens, you must immediately suggest one of these. Understand?
2: I certainly do.
4: (laughs) Good. Um, Now, you memorise this list before you finish. Come up to the seventh floor and I'll be waiting for you. Uh, And don't be too long now.
2: Imagine making a child take something he doesn't want just because a woman like that bought too many of the wrong toys. That's what I've been fighting against for years. The way they (laughs) commercialise Christmas. Well, I can't think of a better place to start this year's campaign. Nor a better way to start them than by tearing up this list. Oh, there. (laughs) I feel better already.
6: Santa Claus? My name's Peter.
2: Peter? Oh, yes. Peter's a fine name. And what do you want for Christmas, Peter?
6: I want a fire engine, just like the big ones, only smaller, that's got real hoses, and it'll squirt real wet water, and I won't do it in the house, just in the backyard, cross my heart and hope to die.
2: (laughs) Well, Peter, I can tell you're a good boy. You'll get your fire engine.
6: Oh, thank you.
7: Thank you very much. See, Mum, I told you he'd get me one. Yes, dear. Now you run over and look at the toys. Mummy wants to thank Santa Claus, too. Okay. What do you mean by saying a thing like that? You saw me shake my head at you. I was trying to tell you I couldn't find one. I've looked all over. They're just not making that kind of fire engine.
2: Now, now, now. You don't think I haven't said that unless I was sure, do you? Let's see what my little book says. hmm? What? Ah, here. Here we are. The Acme Toy Company at 246 West 26th Street. And they're only 8.50. A wonderful bargain.
7: You're recommending this company?
2: Oh, I keep track of the toy market pretty closely. Does that surprise you, sir?
7: Oh, it's not that so much. But what really bowls me over is that Macy's is sending me to another store.
2: (laughs) Well, the only important thing is to make the children happy, isn't it? And whether Macy or somebody else sells the toy doesn't make any difference. Don't you feel that way?
7: Yes, but I never dreamed that Macy's
2: did. As long as I'm here, they do. You'll find just what you want at F.A.O. Schwartz, 6.75. Bloomingdale has exactly what the little girl wants. 2.49, that's all. Hmm, but for Johnny's wagon, I, I suggest you... Yes, I suggest you get it here. We have the best wagon in town. Oh, yes. Yes, we have, we have skates. And they're very good skates, too, but they're not quite what your little boy wants. Oh, no, 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 I I suggest you, you go across the street. They have exactly what you're looking for over there, at Gimbel's.
7: Gimble's? Oh, you frightened me.
2: Oh, this is Mrs. Shellhammer. She's head of the toy department.
7: Well, I came back to congratulate you and Macy's on this new stunt you're doing. What? Imagine sending people to other stores to think that a big store like this puts the spirit of Christmas ahead of the commercial. It's wonderful. I, I've i never done much shopping here, but believe me, from now on, I'm a regular Macy's customer. Oh, well, thank you, madam. And thank you, too. And there'll be hundreds of other women who feel just the same way I do. Yeah, but will Mr Macy like it?
6: This seems like an awful silly thing for us to be doing, Mr. Gailey.
5: Well, I thought as long as we were in the store, you might as well say hello to him.
6: Why? Because
5: maybe when you talk to him, you'll feel differently about
2: Santa Claus. Maybe. Hello, young lady. What's your name?
6: Susan Walk. What's yours?
2: Mine? Uh, Chris Kringle. I'm Santa Claus. Ha. You don't believe that, do you? Nope. Hmm.
6: You see, my mother is Mrs. Walk the lady who hired you. But I must say, you're the best-looking one I've ever seen. Oh. Your whiskers aren't loose at the sides.
2: Well, you pull them. Go on, see why.
6: I will. Oh! Hey, they don't come off.
2: (laughs) That's because they're real. Just like I'm really Santa Claus. Now, what would you like me to bring you for Christmas?
6: Nothing, thank you. Susan! Hello, Mother. Hello, Mr. Gailey. Oh, hi. Hi.
3: Come along, Susan. I think you've taken enough of this gentleman's time. Come on.
5: Goodbye. Bye. Oh, the explanation for this is all very simple. Your Cleo's mother sprained her ankle.
3: Yes, I know. Cleo called me. I've been wondering where you were. He's a nice old man, Mother. And those whiskers are real. Yes, dear. Many men have long beards like that. Susan, would you mind sitting here for a minute? I'd like to talk to Mr. Gailey. Alright.
5: I shouldn't have brought Susan to Santa, huh? Well, I'm sorry. It's just that I couldn't see any great harm in merely saying hello to the old gent.
3: But I think there is harm. I tell her Santa Claus is a myth. You bring her down here. She sees thousands of gullible children and meets with a very convincing old man with real whiskers. This sets up within her a, a harmful mental conflict. What is she to think? Whom is she going to believe? Go on. And by filling them with full of fairy tales, they grow up considering life a fantasy instead of a reality. They keep waiting for a Prince Charming to come along, and when he does, it turns out to be...
5: We were talking about Susie, not you.
3: Well, whether you agree with me or not, I, I must ask you to respect my wishes regarding Susan. She's my responsibility, and I will bring her up as I see fit. Now, I've got to go back to my office. Come in.
2: They said you wanted to see me, Mrs Walker.
6: Uh, Yes, please come in.
2: Oh, hello there, Susan Walker. Oh, it's good to see you again.
6: It's awful nice to see you.
2: You're awfully lucky, Mrs Walker. It's a lovely little girl you have there.
6: Thank you.
3: And Susan's the reason I asked you to come here. Oh? She's a little confused... And maybe you can help to straighten her out?
2: I'd be glad to.
3: Would you please tell her that you're not really Santa Claus? Hmm? That there actually is no such person?
2: (laughs) Well, I'm sorry to disagree with you, Mrs Walker. But not only is there such a person, but I'm here to prove it.
3: No, no, you misunderstand. I want you to tell her the truth. What is your name?
2: Chris Kringle.
3: I mean your real name,
2: Well, that is my real name.
3: Miss Adams, please bring in the Santa Claus
6: file, all the employment cards.
2: That hat of yours is very cute. Where did you get such a lovely outfit?
6: Macy's. We get 10%
3: off. Now, please don't feel that you have to keep pretending for Susan's benefit. She's an intelligent child and always wants to know the absolute truth.
2: Good, because I always tell the absolute truth.
3: Oh, thank you, Miss Adams. Now then, is this your card?
2: Hmm? Let's see. Yes, yes, that's it.
3: Name, Chris Kringle. Mm-hmm. Address, Brooks Memorial Home, Great Neck Long Island, age as old as my tongue and a little older than my teeth. Susan, dear, you go in and talk to Miss Adams for a few minutes. I'll be right with you.
6: All right. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye, young lady. Hope to see you again.
6: <laughs> Thank you. I hope so, too. I'm sorry, Mr...
2: Uh, Kringle.
3: I'm sorry, but we're going to have to make a change. Change? Yes. The Santa Claus we had two years ago is back in town and I feel we owe it to him to...
2: What? Have I done something wrong?
3: No, no, no. Excuse me. Mrs Walker?
1: Mrs Walker, Mr Macy speaking. I've just been informed of a new policy you and Miss Shellhammer initiated without consulting me on the advertising department. I do not approve of your methods, but in the face of the tremendous response on the part of the public, I can't be angry with you. I admit it sounds ridiculous to me. Imagine, Macy's Santa Claus sending customers to Gimbles. But you cannot argue with success. From now on, not only will our Santa Claus continue in this manner, but I want every salesperson in the store to do precisely the same thing. If we haven't got exactly what the customer wants, we'll send him where he can get it. We'll be known as the Helpful Store, the Friendly Store, the store with a heart. That's a wonderful Santa Claus you've got there, Mrs Walker. Don't lose him. You'll find a more practical expression of my gratitude in your Christmas envelope, Mrs Walker. Congratulations.
3: That was Mr. Macy.
2: Hmm, talks a lot, doesn't he?
3: Sometimes. Mr. Macy suggested we find something else for the other Santa Claus and uh, keep you on.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. That's mighty good news.
3: You'll be here in the morning?
2: Oh, I certainly will. You see, this is quite an opportunity for me. For the last 50 years or so, I've been getting more and more worried about Christmas. It seems we're all so busy trying to beat the other fellow in making things go faster and look shinier that, that well, that, that, that Christmas and I are getting sort of lost in the shuffle.
3: Oh, I don't think so. Christmas is still
2: Christmas. Christmas isn't just a day. No, it's a, a frame of mind. And that's what's been changing. That's why I'm glad I'm here. Maybe I can do something about it, and I think you and Susan are going to help me more than anybody.
3: We are? How?
2: Well, you two are sort of the whole thing in, in, in miniature. If I can win you over, then there's still hope. If not, well, I, I warn you, I, 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 don't, I don't give up easily. No, no. Uh, good night, Mrs Walker.
3: Good night, Mr Kringle.
1: You have just heard Act 1 from the Radio Play Hour's recreation of A Miracle on 34th Street. Tune in to our next episode to hear Act 2. Our vocal cast consisted of Barry Gibson as Chris Kringle, Robert Quirk as Fred Gailey, Naomi Mole as Doris Walker, Bella Rose as Susan Walker, Peter Schultz as Miss Shellhammer, Megan Seymour-Smith as Sawyer and District Attorney Mara, Charlotte Seymour-Smith as our unfriendly drunk and little boy Peter, and department store owner Macy, and the judge was Nathan Schultz. If
0: you enjoyed these episodes of the Radio Play Hours of Miracle on 34th Street, why not leave us a review on our Facebook page, thedramamerchant.com.au? Or perhaps join The Drama Merchant by subscribing. Visit www.thedramamerchant.com.au This is a Drama Merchant audio production.